Okay, tight. So this is uh, episode eight of the Charlie Hustle Show. I'm hanging out with Isabel. She's just kind of like wandered over there, and she said hello. I said hello, and uh, asked if she wanted to jump on the podcast. And so uh, here she is. Say hello. Um, we were gonna have another guest, but um, she's running so late that she's not here. And I'm not really over here trying to like wait on anybody like it actually matters. Um, so we're just gonna send it. Um, so I kind of wanted to go over like what's going on in business and kind of transmute it into maybe a lesson if you wanted to try and glean anything from this. So, um, in doing startup business for so long, it's like the amount of members that we end up having on these little startup teams goes from like sometimes at our smallest, it's just two guys hanging out and damn near it sometimes feels like one Mm -hmm. for days at a time. And, uh. Right now, my organization is firmly, I think, uh, six people, seven on a good day. And so we, we all have defined roles to where it's like one guy's an operations guy. My mom is a business intelligence person as she has multiple master's degrees and like whatever it is, MBAs. So she's got those good papers, right? And uh, Good money. She's got, <laughs> she got good money, long money, old money. And... Um, I've kind of fallen into like not a CTO role, which maybe I'd feel a little bit more comfortable from like having such an extensive tech background and being an engineer, but I've fallen into a CEO role, but immediately that shit does not really feel like I'm not going around telling you, I am a tech CEO or anything because it's just kind of goofy in in startup business. And when you're working in small organizations, like what is a CEO? Sure. I'm reading enough like leadership books and implying like leadership strategies and project management, all that cool stuff. But, um, to say you're a CEO, I feel like is just kind of like an ego stroke. We get a lot of people out here in Los Angeles and West coast business saying like, yeah, I'm a CEO of like a cryptocurrency company. And it's like, you actually get to unpack in that. And all it means is that they've paid their bills for their fancy website and they got a couple other guys they've outsourced a little bit of work to, and that they have a, a pretty reasonable following on social media. And I'm just trying to not be one of those guys that's out here posturing, saying, like, I'm a CEO, and then he's the COO, and uh, did you want to meet the CMO? You know, it's like, it's just cringe. And um, being cringy is really not that. From from our last podcast, just, just don't be weird, right? And so I'm, I'm really trying to work on not being weird. And... Uh, but again, I've fallen into kind of like this CEO CEO role to where it's like my daily looks like back-to-back calls, 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 strategization, leadership stuff, leading with communication. And just to kind of like highlight what CEO type work means to me, um, for anybody that might not know beyond like maybe in a movie, it's like this person who's at the top of an organization that has the fanciest office. Um, again, it's like leading in communication. I like to be the first person up and to my desk more or less as we're in like COVID land business. And so my organization like mostly lives on discord. So I I like to be one of the first people in the chat as it's just kind of like a dead room with dead airspace most of the time and just say like, good morning guys. You know, it's like crypto tech guy stuff. It's part of the culture at this point. If you're a crypto person, you're definitely familiar with the GM. So I'm like, good morning. Um, and just, yeah, just at least like, uh, rattle the branches a little bit and just try and rally the troops and see where everyone's at and just kind of see what people's schedules are doing to see how people are feeling. Cause, uh, it's important. Uh, we're having kind of a time right now to where we've been burning from both ends quite literally. Um, waking up, getting into like aggressive high level work, doing project management, trying to create targets and business plans. And then 
into the night it's more tech building everyone's kind of like firing on all cylinders is there's a cool element of creative creative work in like startup technology I don't know if you remember, but it's like one of the things we're focusing on in my organization is like AI and deep learning. So um, we're just, again, just trying to figure out what the fuck we're doing over here. It's like we've had some products built. We do have some products built. We're trying to figure out how to go to market with these things. And we're also trying to figure out how to get like a capital raise and to get funded. Like we don't want to be doing contract work to where it's like, cool, a 20, 30, dollars $50,000 contract sounds tight and everything but when you split it across six members over the course of a year or two it's actually fighting over crumbs and that's just the reality of things and then also living in california los angeles in particular it's like i sneeze and i'm, I'm spending a hundred dollars like heaven forbid i actually I just want made a status that said that yesterday bro it's like I swear to God. you know what it is like what what happened we went out to lunch right yeah all we had was pancakes and sausage paws and <laughs> it just sixty dollars it unnecessarily <laughs> like that range okay but fun anecdote we had lunch adjacent to olivia wilde so there's oh, yeah. there's benefits to spending 60 dollars in the right place yeah. just for pure amusement purposes just so you could be in there like who the fuck is that, that shit bothered the fuck out of me because like <laughs> she is such like an archetypal actress to me to oh, where um uh, i'm like damn pretty face tall blonde like who is she like you know this yeah it's like, like this is ruining me right now like we see in my face and it's like we know who this is it's kind of a form of torture though because oh, like yeah. you can't you don't want to approach the celebrity and be like i'm the your biggest fan or like cause do you want to hear my celebrity hack <laughs> okay so it's like i got a couple celebrity hacks so this is a really good one is when i see someone i'm actually excited to see which is not that often as like i'm coming from uh, the recording industry and like I kind of had that bubble popped at a certain point like they're all just people to me okay yeah. but every once in a while I'll still get excited about someone like for example I ran into Jared Leto and I got this trick and so when I meet someone and they're not just straight on asshole mode and they're like willing to hang out and like I, I you know you can kind of catch the vibe to where yeah. it's like I think this person would damn near be into the selfie opportunity yeah. okay I go hey, can you hold my camera and can you act like you're excited to see me? And it always catches them off guard oh and it, I always get the best photo from it. So that's my little celebrity hack. I didn't pull it, yeah, I didn't pull it on Olivia Wilde because I got so stumped. I couldn't remember her name. I couldn't remember in particular. And, and, and you thought her friend was the was a waitress. Yeah, and so like the, the <laughs> yeah. And, and the chick, she, the chick, the, yeah, I was, I was throwing up red flags aggressively and uh, it was Valentine's Day. Trip and I were being each other's Valentine's bros. Shit's tight. Hey. Choo, choo, choose you. Yeah, I cho cho chose my mans. And, uh, my friend and I bought each other a bouquet. We were like, let's go get each other flowers. Just good friends. You know, it's like we out here just two bachelors and everything. It's like, can't just be in the crib. Got to do something. It's like, let's break up the day a little bit. I picked out some fancy pancakes, you know. They were tight. Ricotta, they were ricotta pancakes with fresh blueberries. They were they were five dollars extra though because of the day you went. They Guaranteed. No, they baked in. Let, let me gripe for a second. They baked in four percent gratuity on top of the fifteen percent gratuity because they said. Um, real guilt trip they're like so um for our people that uh, make enough money already over here to make a living wage we just wanted to provide them health care uh you're paying for it so if you want you can have it taken off but you have to say that you're an asshole what are you uh, you're putting me 
Yeah. Yeah, you're putting me in an awkward position there to where it's like, you know, I I do want you to have health care. It's like, do I want to pay for it? It's like, I shouldn't have to think about these things. Yeah. That's really not on me. Yeah. It's like, keep that to yourself. I will say, as a fundraiser of seven years, I would have to have a human telling me this instead of the easy paper. I would want them to be uncomfortable. Don't easy mode it out. Don't easy mode it, you know. Good things come. Who am I to give advice? So they were crushing it. It's a little pancake joint. No, I should have. But, yeah. I'll We ate them all. Yeah. yeah. Everything. It was Nothing amazing. Left. It was like just a, you know, I had a little bit of latte left over. Definitely wanted the road latte with me. Mm-hmm. Coffee fiend. Olivia and, Wilde. Uh, Olivia and, Wilde. and so I'm like looking around like because I can't wait for the waitress, like the waitress to come over. I got to stand up in the middle of the restaurant and be like, okay, where are the to-go cups? Because yeah, I'm yeah. a tweak. And like <laughs> I just grabbed the first lady that looked like a waitress. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'm ignorant as hell. No, because she was moving around like she was uh, like taking everybody order. She went to leave yeah, she tables. Yeah, she was the tweaker. Uh, debatable. Because, like, she just went to two tables. I put it all together, like, after I ousted oh. myself as being ignorant. But it's like, That's weird, though. okay, so she went from her table from hanging out with Olivia Wilde over to, like, her friend's table, which is, like, obviously some other Hollywood-ass people. Okay. And, like, she was just like, you know, I'm bouncing between tables because, like, I'm a fun person. Like, and I don't think you're in the wrong I appreciate you. <laughs> and so I hit her with the, can I get a coffee cup to go? And she's, I don't work here. Um, okay, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's like this person I saw wearing a red shirt at Target. I was like, excuse me. And they're like, I'm just wearing a red shirt. Yeah. Uh, that's, again, that's their fault for wearing red at Target. Because yeah. you knew better. You know that the uniforms is red. It's like wearing a blue shirt at Best Buy. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Stop playing with the system. Like that color blue. In, yeah. in the goddamn <laughs> store. <laughs> That's a toughie. Anyways, good lunch. But back on topic, like the CEO works, so it's like just leading by communication. It's, it's like, honestly, my job is pretty simple. As complicated as it gets and as complicated as I make it because I'm trying to do a good job, mm. um, do that. And then I'm constantly asking the team, like, what's best for us? You know, as I'm trying to drive good decisions and good project management for everyone. So I'm like, basically, what are we doing? And then I, I really want your opinion for real, for real. Okay, here's my idea, what we're doing. What do you think about my idea? Because it's for us. It's like I'm not about to just come to you with my harebrained scheme and not get a cosign. Yeah. So, cool, we got four, five, six really smart people in a meeting on a call. This is what I think we're doing. Can I get, like, cosigns from everybody and a little feedback so it's like we can all divide and conquer? Right. So it's That's a team. Yeah, figure out what we're doing. And then really, it's just creating an action plan and then getting said action done. So it's like, okay, we, we have a plan. We've all co-signed it. Let's come up with a plan to where we're accomplishing said goal. It's like, if it's, we need to focus on getting back. It's like, okay, so what's the action plan for that? Mm-hmm. And then implementing said strategy. It's like, okay, so I don't have a Maxwell, but it's like, Maxwell's going to like make 20 calls a day. And it's like, okay, so you're going to be accountable. Is everyone okay with Maxwell being uh, doing 20 calls a day and just rinsing and repeating? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it turns into two, three, four, five tasks. Is obviously, like, startup business and tech business is not the easiest fucking thing in the world. So, sim- I add, Actually, I think something important about you asking that often, too, is, like, you get an understanding of, like, who operates best, you know, at this function, you know, at, like, calls or, you know, marketing or however... Yeah. It works. Um, everybody has, like, strong points, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It can be a little bit elusive, though, as, you know, people oftentimes want to have 
good culture in their little startups and so there's like a strong emphasis on using things that like we've been taught in western america which is like a democratic process right so it's like we all want to agree on these things i have found through like years and years of like burning and turning small businesses and having a whole bunch of different members like yeah yeah it's 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 sometimes that though again it's like elusive to where Mm. it's like uh, a democracy can often feel like a democracy even when it's not and oftentimes it's actually the loudest people in the room are just outweighing everyone's vote to where it's like sometimes that quieter person or with a, a more passive personality isn't really speaking up and that might be the most valid person in the room but we may never know that and it's like that's some treacherous territory especially when these decisions are driving people's workflows and like how things flow and how things are being accomplished where it's like again it seems innocent enough but it's that's pretty nuanced right like okay so we got we got 10 people over here let's take a vote and then like some like let's call it three or four of those people might just be like i'm just gonna go with like what's gonna make me not seem stupid mm-hmm. and it's like it might be the, no real decisions at that point. it, it might be two or three of these people are actually over here with like a way smarter idea or a completely divergent path that mm-hmm. it's like we might never even get to explore so it's like Again, it's I feel like it's our an articulate kind of tough job sometimes being able to like build these relationships and trust with your team members to where it's like you can have these candid conversations, you can have like break off in silos to the person that never feels comfortable mm-hmm. on like a Zoom meeting because again, COVID business land, like yeah. it's not like you get to like walk up to people's desks and flank them and be like, "Hey, motherfucker, what do you think for real?" But <laughs> I mean, communication through Zoom too is a little bit like two-dimensional sometimes shit's so. shit's awkward and like again my shit lives on discord and it's like i'm like frog emojis and like impromptu voice and video calls and stuff it's like i'm not acting like this might be the most efficient or like best way to do anything but this is just what it is like mm-hmm. we're work- working with coders and devs and everything is just like we're just all kind of doing our best out here the amount of times i have to say to like people around me like we're all doing our best and like i really mean that it's like yeah it's okay like it's at the speed of whatever because like cool we don't have like two floors at a facebook office where it's like i'll catch you on the treadmill later at our our our, after our yoga meeting it's just not us we're not there yet so I don't know. Stuff's weird. You guys are starting the garage, man. Um, but hey, <laughs> you know it's like I'm, I'm kind of kind of rip off this bandaid a little bit to where again this is like documentarian style a little bit. This is like kind of what I'm going through in business is um, we're going through a capital raise right now and it's back to back meetings and everything's kind of like spidering out into these like really high level tasks where it's like I'll have a 30 45 minute conversation to where it's like I have a point like I have a motive to be on this call I'm asking for money you know it's like uh, do you have work or do you know the next person that would point me in the right direction to Mm -hmm. be asking for this capital right but what it actually turns into is okay here's three five bullet points here's six to eight companies like can you do the research on these things tell me what you think about there's a little bit of deal flow to where it's like if you check this out and see what this might look like for you i can connect you to this person and then it turns into like three four hours of like this pandora's box of difficult work just so i can be prepared for another call tomorrow to where there's nothing on the other end of that finish line like promised which is super sketchy because again i got mouths to feed in my organization it's like time is real the the time's super real and it's like, like real people need results right and it's like I, we can't just be out here like cosplaying startup business mm-hmm. like it has to be 
good business is driven by dollars in dollars out like i, I don't really don't care who you are at the end of the day unless you're working a nonprofit or you're independently uh independently wealthy or just like i don't know how some of these people have their money and stuff is like you got to be precious with the accounting so it's like well nonprofit isn't any easier either yeah absolutely and i'm i'm privy yeah. it's just like I'm more so talking about the sentiment of it to where it's like, okay, you're working with this idea and you're able to capital raise in such a way to where it's like, you just have deep pockets. You know, again, it's just like, I don't. It's really interesting. uh, Whenever I did do fundraising, it's like the, the hardest part was figuring out how to present what it is that you need in this least amount of words as possible. And I'm sure that goes along with like any type of like presentation on trying to raise funds and stuff. So it's definitely a, a learning process the entire time that you're doing it oh too man. The, like the art of the elevator pitch is insane mm-hmm. as like especially with this whole Lord take that camera mercy. especially with this like <laughs> ai deep learning thing and everything i'm like trying to explain like okay so this is um a neural network and oh we're so we're gonna take voice to text and then text into like multiple parallel models to make sure there's there's gonna be stability and a whole bunch and like okay so how do I explain this to a 15 year old and like so we've been trying to hack it yeah. like I'm like I'm talking to chat GPT and I'll, I'll give it like 3,000 words and be like uh, try and uh, paraphrase this as if as if you were explaining it to a plant like and seeing yeah. seeing what it comes up with to see if it can like get a little bit of my work done because that's some of the stuff that's like really been frying my brain lately as um we're, we're trying to be healthcare facing first okay. for adoption of our stuff and it's like okay so how do you explain to someone who's used to just implementing it's called like um healthcare i'm fucking this up it's like healthcare H medical records HMR it's not that something like that but it's like the things that you record your uh, medical records into oh. electronic EMR I think is electronic medical record tools anyway so it's like that's where you do your da- data entry it's like the office manager or the CTO or the CIO they might know how to use that software it's not like there's I'm saying they're tech illiterate but it's like once you start talking about neural networks and the future technology that hasn't been implemented yet it's like you're gonna get the and I'm not trying to be over here like, oh, get ready for this 45-minute TED Talk. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm actually trying to sell you something really expensive. Like, yeah. it's just hard to not get caught in the weeds, all this bullshit. So, again, like, work's hard and it sucks. Um, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of working. Not many people are. <laughs> I, I'm being a little facetious as I love what I do. Like, I was just talking to a buddy before we started this, and it's like, I, I really love, like, startup business and entrepreneurship because I really feel like it's this kind of, like, altruistic, like, intellectual pursuit that I could do my whole life. Even if I wasn't doing business, and I just quit and put it on pause. Mm-hmm. It's not like the world's going to stop around me, and it's like, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to stop having a brain, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm still... I'm still going to have an opportunity muscle. It's yeah. just like, what am I doing with it? Well, you it's, know? it's also challenging yourself whenever do, you're doing it yourself, too, and you have people who are, you know, counting on you. Um, I think it's a lot more challenging to do something like that than to be, like, whipped underneath somebody else's command whenever they don't provide a c- sense of community, Yeah, which seems like that's what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, again, getting back to kind of ripping off this Band-Aid, I think I'm going to be implementing some kind of, stuff that's pretty atypical for me which is just like aggressive deloading um i was talking about 45 minutes on the last audio only podcast like getting back to basics and a whole bunch of other stuff and just being transparent like my life hasn't changed much i've kind of made this point to myself to where i'm going to be saying no Mm. i'm going to be trying to like reduce my digital usage this that and the other and uh trip lives with me and 
I'm actually on some full send night coffee. Like, <laughs> it's quite the opposite is what I've been doing, and I am not practicing what I'm preaching at all. So I'm really just trying to figure out, like, kind of how to approach this. The new to, formula. Yeah, like, just, like, what this new formula looks like. It's like, if I have a new business endeavor and I have people counting on me, it's like, what is the hack to where it's like you got people relying on you you don't really want to let go of something to where it's like i love tech personally and i kind of have i I don't know if it's toxic again i need to process and like kind of sit with myself in like a spiritual way to where it's like i kind of calculate my self-worth from a business standpoint to where it's like yo if i'm doing like deep learning and ai and i have these devs and codes and everything that means like i'm okay Mm -hmm. because like I'm worth shit. You know, it's like I'm a person that you would want to talk to. And I'm not sure if that's necessarily spiritually healthy as like I'm reacting and creating situations for myself all day. And it's like I'm very busy. But there's again, there's really nothing guaranteed in my business life to where it's like, okay, I can keep pushing, keep having these conversations. Then optimally, you know, it's like in this future that I can't really plan for something breaks loose. And it looks like someone asking me for, like, what what are your bank account wiring numbers? And they're able to wire me. Let's call it a fucking a gajillion dollars, right? And I won the game. Fucking tight, right? And then the real work starts, right? Let's play that tape through. Gajillion dollars comes through, and now you got to buy a building, and then you're picking all this stuff, and then you got to go to your office every fucking day, and you're hiring 300 members, and you're selling fucking software like it's going out of style, and they're, the finish line moves, right? Mm. And so... Um, again, this is like the real undercurrent of this is this kind of like spiritual, like mental health and like personal wellness to where it's like, I'm trying to, trying to make sure I'm okay. And like, I don't know, it sounds corny, but just like be my best self, you know, to where it's like, not, nah, I'm, it ain't corny. yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to say I'm like, your I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm like getting older or anything like that, but it's like, I'm really starting to understand like what I really value at the end of the day. And it's like having enough time to just fucking spend with my dog and having enough time it's important shit you know it's like the dog's not gonna lit like sure he might have 10 15 years on him but that's not that long at the end of the day it's like i want to have time for my friends and family you know i would like to travel a little bit it's like one of my biggest personal gripes is that i haven't traveled that much because like i'm always saying like i haven't done anything good to afford myself that on the other side of that coin it's like i know people who are uh effectively bums who are well traveled all over the damn world all over the damn world and stuff it's like so why i gotta be jealous of them when i could quite literally do that for myself i could like pack up some shit tell some people no turn off my phone next thing you know i'm in thailand yeah i mean that's all a relative thing too because i feel like people who are bums and travel a lot they usually are like probably have only one or maybe no accomplishments you know um i mean i get jealous of these girls who you know, they get to go to travel all around the world. I'm like, how the hell did you get there? And then I see a picture of them with some like crusty dude. I'm like, oh, it's because they sold their souls and, and they're actually not happy with themselves, even though they're in this place. Mm-hmm. So it's like, keep doing what you're doing. And like the, the main thing that I'm learning recently is just like not comparing myself. Yeah. Cause that's and that's, like, that's so important. 
that's like that's that's some good fundamental shit is like looking in your neighbor's yard and i was talking to this about a buddy like a couple nights ago was like you're always gonna be fucked up if you're looking at like the other person's yard in the hills mm-hmm. I mean, driving in the hills, it takes 30 minutes to get down it. So yeah, that shit ain't going to work out for you. If you're like a a normal person and you're over here comparing yourself to the person of generational wealth that got it by any means, like it doesn't matter if they made it themselves, if mom or dad, anything. If you just quite simply comparing yourself to someone else, like that's a hot route to wiring yourself up for depression. Real quick. You know, real motherfucker. All, all, all I really have is, and I like saying this all the time, is like I don't get to experience anybody else's experience. Mm-hmm. All I'm gonna ever have is like my experience. The Charlie yeah. Hustle experience. Yeah, it's tight. Which is That's usually, it. which is usually pretty tight. Can't lie. But <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have the yin and the yang. You know, you gotta have dark to have light. Um, yeah. Who yeah. said that? Was it Dr. Seuss or something cheesy? Yeah, Dr. Um, Dre. Yeah, Dr. Dre. Um, but like you know, comparing yourself to people, especially with general generational wealth and stuff, where it's like they don't know what hard work, how rewarding it is to like yeah. to work your ass off and do something yourself, like that feeling. That is such a raw topic. As like, again, I'm a, I'm like on my spiritual shit. I love like research and spiritualism and like different like world religions and like cool Eastern religion type books. And I've gotten into the book's called like light on yoga i forget what swami cool person wrote light on yoga but i'm still kind of in the first few chapters of it but it talks about like the different tiers of yoga and it's like i haven't even gotten to anything that's actually like body based yet Mm -hmm. it's just talking to like the psychology breathing and what you're doing with your life Mm -hmm. in terms of yogic concepts and uh it's just talking about you basically like have to be in love with work it's like you kind of there's divergent paths right there's like the doing nothing path which is like quite literally the yogi on the mountain who's just sitting there meditating all the time and they like literally do nothing which is like tough that would be super hard out here you know it's like to do nothing the, they're also called like in bob LA? interesting interesting <laughs> enough they're like also called called bobbies and some other stuff like again if anyone wants to come out and like correct me about anything i'm like more than happy to be corrected but it's like bobbies and these yogic people that live out in the mountains um so there's again divergent paths and like you could quite literally do nothing is like one of these cool kind of like that's a, a well-defined path and there's the path of like the working yoga mm-hmm. you know to where it's like everything's work and it's a yogic path as long as you're like fully present and engaging in your work it's like a spiritual life which is like i'm over here okay i live in la like i'm not gonna get away with just like meditating all day i'm literally gonna fade away and that shit's not gonna work out for me so i just have to figure out how to click into leading a spiritual life and getting my work done and working on having that sorry for the redundancy just like be spiritual and like being happy around it so again i'm trying to figure out again i hate that fucking term ceo but it's like i don't know like leadership role shit is like how, sometimes cliche shit just yeah, it's is like what it is. how, how do, like how do i hack the leadership role while also being able to like have a life for myself to where it's like i'm not just building building walls and around myself and just like because honestly it's like this equation does not resolve for me to where it's like every small call can so easily spider out into days weeks months worth of work to where it's like i there's no fucking like cut or end to all this shit to where it's like and unfortunately i don't have like 
$200,000 sitting in a bank account that's going to renew itself every single year so that I could tap into some brilliant CEO like, oh, you know, I'll just get the CEO that just got laid off from Xbox and shit. And then like, because I can trust him to be CEO. He's got a proven track record. Like, I would love if I could just empower someone in my friends and family network to be like, you got this. Like, here, take my network. How about changing the if to when? beginning it's obviously not gonna happen yeah but it's like be excited for when yeah i am excited for when but it's like there's this third option which is also called fuck it yeah which is super fucking tight it's a super romantic idea of just saying fuck it it's yeah i appreciate you you know it's like (laughs) there's also the fuck it button and like shy's around here somewhere i just love love her to death we we both have matching fuck it tattoos oh nice you know and uh i'm into the fuck it mentality just as long as it's with the right things to where there's this third option to where it's like i could call my mom who's one of my business partners i could call my other business partner who's my business partner business partner okay and i could say like yo like you guys got to handle everything like i'm here i'm still the member damn near i'm still the boss but it's like if you all hit my line and try and get me involved in some shit i'm gonna be fucking pissed off because like it's not like i'm quit i'm quitting but like i'm an absent member right now like i'm on pause you should call them right now (laughs) and you gotta respect that that'd be that'd be tight i'm still processing because i I definitely gotta like formulate that pitch a little bit if i'm if i'm gonna fuck them up like that it it should probably be during business hours you know just just being appropriate Mm. And, uh, we gotta let them know what it's like to have to work. Yeah, because like honestly, it could be call forwarding at a certain point. Like I've laid down a lot of runway, a lot of tread, and everything. It's like if you have anything God level to where it's like you need a solution or some advice, like you could maybe hit my line, but don't be expected if I don't pick up because that shit could go into my email. Another thing I'm really really big on. I, do either of y'all know who wrote the book The Four Hour Work Week? Okay, so it's like. There's this dude, and he's, like, a, a big startup guy. Like, he's in, definitely in that list of, like, 20 books you should read if you're trying to be a fucking uh, startup thug um, reading list, right? And he wrote, like, The 4-Hour Work Week and a couple other books. But um, one, of the, one of the hacks, if you want to call it that, into, like, creating this 4-Hour Work Week for yourself is, like, basically telling everyone to get fucked, and you only check your email for one hour on Mondays, right? So it's, like you have to get into this process of like you just don't answer your phone you're just not accessible and you have to create enough value to where it's like people need to get a hold of you right but they all know the only way to get a hold of you is fucking emailing you and so all this shit ends up in your email but on monday you just go through and you pick out the emails that are the most important you answer them on monday and your organization moves forward but it's all according to your design and if it's your architecture so it's like this dude had a super tight life he like moved all over the fucking world like ran multiple successful businesses like he really is kind of one of these like damn bro you really did all that like it damn near sounds fake like mm-hmm. but but he wrote the book and uh, uh oh yeah he checks out like this is one of the guys for sure but it's just like it's like god level people out here in business to where it's like again it's it's treacherous territory looking in someone else's yard just because they wrote the book and they did it themselves and you're over here like i could have that like it's a hike sometimes like implementing and being disciplined and a whole bunch of other shit so it's a little bit elusive but um yeah that was like my my m night Shyamalan twist where it's like i think that's kind of like the turn that i'm gonna take with things to where it's like i think i'm just gonna disconnect to like a whole bunch of shit like 
instead of being like, yo, we doing all these things. Like, um, we have four or five businesses under the hood. I'm just going to basically turn it off to where it's like, you guys got it. And if you don't, that's cool too. Like write me an email and I'll, if it's important, I'll get to it on Monday. And just like kind of rebuilding from the basics. Like what's important. People are going to think I'm fucked up, but it's like my, my last job that I just got laid off from was an aerospace engineering job. I was pumping out uh, parts for like private jets and other like spacecrafts and shit like that. And, um, I'm looking for another job in my career lane, but it's like not the easiest thing finding jobs in aerospace. It's like totally hard actually. Um, and uh I, and i am like looking for positions and filling out all the rigmarole for it and everything but um if it doesn't turn into something that happens quick because i'm totally ready to lock in for like four to eleven months like my my dream my dream job and like every time i've gotten like my dream job it's always just been another job and then a year or two later it's like reality kind of sits in but anyways like my dream job right now is working in like classified military aviation so it's like just getting the job is yeah just getting the job is like four to eleven months and then getting your security clearances is like wouldn't be strange for that to take like two years right so i'm like damn so it's like yeah like why so you get to like sit down for real for like that amount of time and i'm not really like a sit down type person except for the meditation i'm a big meditator but anyways um so i'm really thinking it's like yo i'm gonna like play with my dog i'm gonna go get some regular person's job and uh see that, that sounds like demeaning i sure don't mean it like that but it's like nope it is <laughs> <laughs> but nope. it's just like I, I would love like a service job for a little bit that's not just like burning up my brain that i can like more so it's like my concern is just being present I you know it's like one, that one feels more social like than, than, you know yeah just being about. able to connect with people it's like i would love coffee coffee like, like, yeah it's like i would love like a coffee job like that's really where i'm at right now so i'm like i've never been a barista <laughs> yeah, make the coffee yeah make the coffee every day i'm like oh no i got the coffee wrong uh, oh, yeah, oh no yeah, i'm so sorry you know like and then like oh how many tips do we make again like sounds tight to me like alternatively like i'm a big uh smoker and like i like cigars and shit like going to the cigar lounge like so I'm going to be like, I'd like a Maduro cigar. Like, I would like one of this thing. I mean, sir, come into the humidor. Oh, yeah, it sounds tight to me. That like, reminds me of when I was a bud tender. I worked in cannabis for yeah, a long yeah. time. And there's some bud tenders that will just be like, oh, yeah, this weed gets you, like, super lit. Oh, this one gets you, like, super cut, but kind of mildly lit. That's know? a job. Yeah. It's, it's tight. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like even working at the movie theater, gee, like, I could be at the movie theater and I could have a funny hat and be like, yo, how much butter? <laughs> Bro, that sounds tight to me. I don't know. Am I fucked up? Oh, some people up with some butter. Yeah, it's like, oh, you look like you look like an extra butter motherfucker. That's tight. Like, I don't need, don't even trip. I got you. Oh, oh, you want some milk duds? Twenty bucks. Let's go. Y'all ever seen like the videos of the motherfuckers that are like slain with the fucking popcorn? Oh yeah, like <laughs> behind the back. Yeah. Dang, that could so be like, me. Like popcorn bending instead of How like, present is that person? They're in the moment. They're like fucking air bending popcorn. popcorn. Shit's sucking tight. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's like where I'm at in life, to where it's like, yo, I might just like play with the dog and like fucking air bend popcorn. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, be available for an hour on Mondays and just like really make sure I'm getting my three meals in and like also hitting the gym because like it's really important to me that I'm like fucking yacked. So skating is the easiest way for my fitness to be maintained because gyms are weird. The yeah. eye contact, it's like, yeah, I'm working out. Look at me working out. Look at me working out. This is this is not homophobic. Trip and I work out at the gayest gym in Los Angeles. The eye contact is fucking, it's lit in there. So you understand. Yeah. You understand. But I, I airbend into that shit. Like, I yeah. I got a I got a good dance routine. I know I don't look like a dancer, but, man, I be hitting it. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got a good screaming. I, he, he came out with it, and, like, Tripp's one of these guys that just ain't shy. He ain't got a fucking shy bone in him, man. It's like, and, uh, you know, we, we've been getting these workouts, and I'm trying to help Trip out with his fitness journey a little bit, and he got to hitting the, get money! Like, oh and that shit was so fun. In the midst of just, like, man. In the middle of everybody. Again, I'm. like, he was going, he was like, yeah! Yeah, it's that. Was it playing in your headphones? No, no. no. Okay, okay. I would love to see a guy with headphones on, just like in it, like singing along all high pitched, but he's like, yeah. Yeah. But that's that's going on all day. It's like this gym's a a wild place, you know. It's like I'll keep saying this is like one of the craziest places on earth because it's just like it's just like bodybuilder central, and it's like everyone's strong as hell, but it's like. Everyone's gay, and so it's it's just like that shit catches you off guard. It's like there's no TV show or movie or like any other place in society to where it's like that shit's so normal and chill. To where it's just like dudes like eat steroids for breakfast and then they go over to their homie and then they just kiss them on the face with their beards, like <laughs> like and that shit's just normal the whole time we're there for a couple hours. It's just like damn, that shit's strong as hell, but. I do have to step out for a little bit. It's okay. Thank, thank you, you so much. Here. Thank you. You know, Definitely I th- still not going to a gym though. Yeah, Anytime don't soon. do it. Keep skating. Yeah, keep skating. Skate keep shredding. Works. But um, yeah, that that was my again. That was my M Night M Night Shyamalan like grand reveal. I didn't really like have much else I wanted to cover except for kind of like that's that's the approach I'm leading into, and I'll like keep y'all updated with like kind of how this goes and how I hack into it. I I appreciate myself and trip for doing these podcasts because they help me think like again these are therapeutic as shit and i think it maybe took me damn near 30 45 minutes to like remember this young startup god that wrote that four-hour work week because there is like cool architecture for approaching like a certain style of business life to where it's like i want to get it to a certain place but i also want it to look a certain way and it's like i am the architect of kind of like an organization too so it's like there's a lot of moving parts and there's a whole bunch of different ways you can rock it. Like, this, I'm an autistic level reader to where it's like I'm reading 10, 12, 15 different books at a time to where there's a lot of disparate knowledge in terms of like, this is what you do you should do as a leader. This is like the startup guide from this guy. This is the startup guide from this. This is how to be an effective yeah, executive. That's where it all comes down to your lane. You know what I'm saying? These are just examples. Yeah. These ain't the guy. I'm not guy. These are not blueprints. Yeah. Not, wait, that's not what I'm trying to say. Blueprints, but these are not like step by step you have to do these yeah well it i think uh a good a good way to echo that is it's not prescriptive you know to where it's like this ain't some doctor's prescription for me just because i i picked up the book or i bought the book and so it's not necessarily 
a, a one-to-one fit and um i have to realize it's like uh another part of like this guy's four-hour work week thing is because I, I got a good amount of the way through it just digesting the information it's one thing to read a book it's a whole other thing to apply the knowledge though mm-hmm. is this like figuring out how to click into a low information diet and that's a real tough thing to do in today's day and age especially when you practicing entrepreneurship principles to where it's like it's so easy to get ideas for businesses ways to implement sent businesses like um okay at that point it's like if you got the free time now you're doing these things to reach these goals and now you got a full-time job that you just built for yourself congratulations you just won another job new skill and uh so it can be a little bit treacherous you start taking two three uh, taking two three of these things it's like the reality of it is it takes a lot of time effort energy focus and a whole bunch of that other stuff to like actually accomplish these things like if it was easy like everyone would have six seven businesses and be ultra rich and we would all be racing our 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 lamborghinis around but that's just not really the reality of things and so you can tell what's easy based off what people are picking as in a sense careers and shit like once you start seeing everybody got a t-shirt business everybody got a that's a funny that's a funny point to make bro everybody got you can see it though it's the same lanes to say it's like you, you i gotta treat people's eyes bro and just talk about that for a second because it's like <laughs> <laughs> to have the mental pregnancy to really just like have a t-shirt company or like be over here like it's it's time these people need my music and to like really be fucking so full send into like being a creative in a couple different like low level pursuits it's like here's my advice if you happen to land on this vlog or podcast is like at least, please, God, at least do what you can do that only you could do to bring that to the table. Yep. Don't fucking try and reverse engineer someone else's success just because you want to be successful and you figured, like, hey, it might be easy to do a T-shirt company or it might be easy to I do music. I saw them buy this equipment. So I yeah, dig fucking equipment. deep, you fucking NPC, and figure out what you could uniquely bring to the table otherwise just kind of sit down and like maybe figure something else out or just live a little like go figure out what you like to do in life as there's a gajillion things you can do in life you could dig up dinosaur bones you could fucking you could talk to dolphins gee like there's so many things you could do in life that people don't want like even think about fucking doing anymore that are totally possible. And it'd be really them just worried about the time when really it's like the time's gonna pass anyway. Regardless, and, like and it's like low key if you start now you'll be finished faster. Try and finish that. Try and finish the cycle of like how time moves. Like all this shit's ever gonna do is repeat itself over and over. And it's like you're gonna have weeks to turn into months, turn into years, and then you're gonna feel like time has passed you a whole bunch. It's going to be time as a concept regardless. So it's like all that shit's precious. Like to to chase what you figure out to be like a success formula that someone else's success for the sake of success, just don't do it. It's just advice. Just advice. You don't have to take advice. I'm just giving all this stuff is advice. Fat, fat generalizations. It's like take it from a guy who's fucking done it every single which way. It's like it can feel better it can feel worse it's shitty when you're just trying to reverse engineer someone else's success and then even you know i've had the money before and been able to spend it and got all the accoutrements from like that relative success is like this shit's weak you know it turns into fake friends and fucking like temporary satisfactions and a whole bunch of shit that could be gone the next day and um 
at a certain point you wonder like why you're just really not having as fun much fun as you know you could but again like there's there's a nuance like i don't fucking know everything i could be wrong so take it with a grain of salt maybe you are some kind of fucking simple motherfucker to where that shit's really going to give you endless joy i don't fucking know I think it's a pretty tight place to actually like get to end in actually I felt real, real Batman villainous at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of, Trevor and I were saying, I'm kind of bringing like the, like uh, H&M Joker vibes to the table. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. You kind of got a combination of Green Goblin, Joker, and, and the yeah. right now going on. Who played the Green Goblin? He was tight. Uh, uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, it's like Willem Dafoe. What a great actor. <laughs> Shout out Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe now. This is like, Low-key episode sub copy two of Night Coffee. Night Coffee. I love y'all. I wish y'all the most success in the world. Praise God.